Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. And we are back. It is week nine. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. What? How is it? How is it week nine? It's flying by. I don't like how it was yesterday. I sat here with you in what then was an empty studio. Yep. We didn't have the ornaments of shame or the little signage. We, I still thought Nebraska was going to have a bounce back here. How is it week nine, man? Simpler times. It was. But we're picking week zero games, Hawaii, Vandy on the island. And now here we are. This is the final push. This week nine, baby. Can I say this, though? All jokes aside. So now let's not get carried away. But slowly. I looked back at my last three weeks, none below 500, couple winning weeks in there. Barely. I'm not claiming anything amazing. But what I do think is we I've started to stabilize. I've started to, like, get a better handle on college football. And it doesn't matter who I talk to. Like, the NFL is the one right now that is easier to get handled. College football. And we're going to talk about it. The recap episode, I am not going to re-adjudicate Kansas State. That was one of the worst beats ever, losing 17 quarterbacks. You can get the Monday recap episode. Time of taping. Zero bullshit. We sit at 1,499 reviews on Apple. Someone get us across 1,500. You guys have been phenomenal. The number, we are are crushing it every week. Numbers are getting bigger. The feedback's great. We're pushing forward. We are on to week nine. But I just, look, here's the problem. I don't like this board. I love this board. And this is is where I'm going to get myself in trouble. But I am, I'm, I'm committed to this. You text me last night. You go, I think I have eight or nine plays. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I said, then I said, all of them are dogs. All of them are dogs. Look, let's go through this. Yeah. Maybe you talk me out of it. Maybe I end up with more. I don't. Guys, it's happened. the universe speaks to me. It speaks in different ways. Some weeks I I struggle to get five picks, but this board was all, in the words of Thanos, this board is inevitable. There was always going to be a board that called to me. The universe spoke to me. And of course, it's this board where lots of ratty games, lots of ratty dogs, and Jim, as I, I was doing the work, doing the work, I can't. I can't control what the universe gives me. But this board, there was always going to be one in the season that was inevitable. This is moving day. Okay? What day is that at the Masters? Is that Saturday? Moving day? Is that what they call it? I'm not a golf guy. It's Friday or Saturday. So this is moving day for me. Okay. I am either going to claw back Or I'm going to put myself down a well like that girl in Texas in 89. Okay, well, thanks for that. Well, they got her out. I don't know if you're going to get out if you play that's, eight or nine That's games. my problem. You put me in a well, you ain't getting no. me out. Okay. Well, let's, let's get in. So here's your record because it is doable. 30 and 38 on the year off of four and three last week. You play enough games, you could be sniffing 500. Or I could be where I'm at, which is 31, 44, and one on the season off a two and four week. 
And again, Kansas State hurt us both. Yep. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. The ornament of shame that will be given out once the art studio produces it. My wife had a busy week. Uh, I do believe we have to go with the Costa lock from last week. Clemson, and here in my notes, it says week eight, ornament of shame. Clemson, you mother F. Okay, good. Okay. Yes. Glad we got that. Yeah, to the, to the point. Real quick, though, you had some interesting numbers here from 538 because it is week nine. Mm-hmm. And before we get into the bets, college football playoff opinions are starting to hit now. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to take one moment and ask you, okay, here and now, you can play this out in your mind. Mm-hmm. Who is in the college football playoff right here, week nine, Jim Costaland? Forget about the poll. Okay, just the backdrop. 538 gives seven teams more than a 25% shot. Those seven, you can guess them. I think they are the top seven in the AP poll. And I really only think five of them are real. I think Clemson's going to get in because they're going to be undefeated. I do not think they're one of the four best teams in America. Okay, right off the top, I agree with you totally. Okay. And that's the problem with the four-team playoff. You know what this sets up, though, is we have to be fighting Irish fans in two weeks because if they beat Clemson, then we can cast them aside and get to what I think is going to be a real fun discussion about everybody else. I think Georgia's going to beat Tennessee at home, and and the look-ahead line suggests it's more than a 10-point game. Yes. Georgia wins at home. I think they lose in the SEC title game to Alabama. So now I'm putting Bama and Georgia back in with Clemson. And then you're taking the winner of Michigan, Ohio State. Here and now, I haven't seen enough from Ohio State. I'll take Michigan. And the look ahead for that sits at eight and a half, correct? Uh, I thought I saw 10.5 this morning. Okay. F- FanDuel 10.5? Yeah. Okay. I, I look, the, whoever's the winner of that game, I'm not, I, it doesn't matter to me because I think they're both Michigan and Ohio State are two of the top four teams in the country. Are you putting both in? Regardless. So one loses, they still get in. What I'm not good at is forecasting the chaos scenarios and then predicting idiot human bias. Right. I just look at it like, okay, Alabama has shown me they are not one of the four best teams in America. Should, if, should have three losses. Right, but if they win out, they're in. I, I, but see, I don't, I, don't, I don't do things that way. Okay. I look at it like college basketball. You and I both love college hoops. Mm-hmm. March Madness, who you beat, how you play, what it looked like, all matters in the seeding. So I view making the playoff as you're getting a one seed. If this were the NCAA tournament, and let's say let's say we had a 16-team playoff, and we had one seeds, two seeds, three seeds, and four seeds, Alabama, doesn't matter what they would do here on out, they're not a one seed. No. They would be a two seed. Mm-hmm. So in my world, they're not a playoff team. So I'm saying here and now what I personally would okay. do, I would do Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Tennessee. Those are the four highest percentage teams to make it georgia 64 ohio state's got a 60 percent shot michigan 42 tennessee 41 yeah and i still believe i said it a couple weeks ago on the podcast if you guys are new to it would appreciate if you'd subscribe and download um i still think the national champions coming out of the big 10 i think it's ohio state or michigan i think they have the ability to be complete teams tennessee with that 130th ranked pass defense and let's face it they're fun to watch, but, you know, that that tempo offense, that get, get tricky. And Georgia, they're good. We know it. But how good? How good? How much of what we perceive Georgia to be now is based on what they did last well, year? I think a lot of it. I mean, if you look mm, at their schedule the this year, I mean, they're going to certainly point to the Oregon game. But since then, it's not exactly like they played a who's who. Can we keep hope alive for USC? So they're 14%, and I think they're in the chaos scenario. There are one of 10 teams that have at least a 14% chance to make it, along with Oklahoma State and Oregon. The team we didn't mention, your Horned Frogs. They're not real. I don't think they're real either, but if they run the table, are you leaving out the Big 12 champ? They don't play a ranked game the rest of the way. Now they will have a conference title game, but until then, they're playing a soft back end of the schedule now. But you know what? Saturday at noon will take care of that. Why don't we get to the board? Let's do it. Uh, Brought to you, of course, by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Jim, I'm going to let you lead it. It's big noon, Fox kickoff. Take it away. Ohio State, number two in the country, minus 15 and a half time of taping at Happy Valley, number 13, Penn State. Why was this not the whiteout? Can anyone explain this to me? Why would you do the whiteout versus Minnesota and not the Buckeyes? They want it at night. It hits different at night. It should be. Well, but Fox has the game, and their big window is noon. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they decided that they're going to rewrite the way that we've yeah. watched football well, our entire life. Noon is Minnesota-Illinois. Well, they're already rewriting country. broadcasting football games, and they're taking a page from North Korean media because Joel and Klatt, will they even be able to find their way to Happy Valley? They'll probably be out standing on Main Street in Ann Arbor. Hello? 
Ha ha! Is anyone here? <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. You tell me. We talked about this Monday, and people should be checking that out. Ohio State's first real test of the year on the road is this weekend. Yes. I don't count what happened in East Lansing, and I know you don't either. No, that, that was a scrimmage. Yeah, basically. I wasn't impressed with Ohio State a week ago. The score was misleading. They ran up the score, but they didn't run the ball well in the game. A lot of third and shorts. They, they still seem to be this finesse team. They settled for four field goals, three in the red zone. Penn State's got NFL players on defense. I want to play Penn State at home getting more than two touchdowns. I mean, it, listen, it's free country. I, okay. wouldn't, I wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole. Because here's the other thing. Look, Michigan struggled to run the ball against Iowa. Um, nah, they were four, four and a half a carry. Yeah. Ohio State was too, like, too being generous. Yeah, but that's two yards below, like, their season average, Jim. Four yards a carry in college football is not good. But Ohio State at two yards a carry a week ago. Right. Scored 54. Again, play, running play, it up the last 28 points on, on air. They Congrats. Play, they but, play, Jim, Jim, listen, here's the deal. I don't give a fuck what you do with your money. You want to bet Penn State, bet him. I'm gonna but bet don't him. try to talk me into betting James Franklin, who's a horseshit coach. Don't try to talk me into Sean Clifford, who's a horseshit quarterback. Don't try to talk me into a Penn State defense that just gave up 416 yards rushing and doesn't have anything to do with Iowa's defense. You can do what you no, want no, to but do. Hold on. Penn State, you did this a week ago. They bounced back. Did they? They, they stopped did the run. They? I watched Ibrahim, that. Ibrahim, your best running back in the Big Ten, didn't look like Blake Corum against Penn State. They didn't have their quarterback, Jim. It renders everything moot. There, there's no point. Tanner Morgan's not a star, but he's a stabilizing force, and let's face it, that freshman kid they played, he's terrible. That's not fair. Do what you want. Bet Penn State for me. And I don't have to bet Franklin to win the game. I don't have to bet Clifford to get me home in a fourth quarter. What's the number I sitting them at to be right within now? two touchdowns. What's the number sitting at right now? 15 and a half, and for everybody that loves the SP+, they think it's an 11-point game. Penn State's got NFL talent in the secondary, on the D-line. And how about this scenario? 2016, same thing. They went into Michigan, got blown out, bounced back, beat Ohio State at home that year. Last six years, every game in this rivalry has been within 15 points. If you think Clifford's a, a special brand of awful, if you don't want to bet James Franklin, no, I, understa I, do, no. I understand it, but I'm telling you, if you want to cap this game and you want to play this game, you shouldn't be playing Ohio State. Well, I disagree. I, again, you can do what you want. I, I am in no way. Ohio State still has a number two ranked defense in America. Have they played great offenses? No. But Jim Knowles has had an impact. Sean Clifford puts up more turnover-worthy throws than any power five quarterback. I get very scared of Sean Clifford in big spots. Take the 15 and a half. I hope you enjoy yourself. Have a nice box lunch at noon. I ain't touching it. I think the number's right on. Uh, I would lean Ohio State, but my card, already we've said this, mm -hmm. I am all over the place. I can't bet them all. I'm staying away from the game. If I could snipe Ohio State at a better number, I would lean Buckeyes. I get your cap. I'm rooting for you. Okay. What did I say to you last weekend? I didn't play Minnesota. Tanner Morgan right. was out. I stayed away. Right. I rooted for you. Thank you. I rooted for you. I said congratulations. Second game, Kansas State minus, this is one and a half, minus one and a half hosting Number nine, Oklahoma State, 3.30 kick on Fox. It's Kansas State for me. I go right back to it. They, look, they were the better side last week. Um, what's the kid's name? Uh, Will Howard, the backup, was outstanding. Well, Adrian Martinez was supposed to be starting. Don't know what happened. He left early in the game mysteriously. Then Tim Brando all bourboned up trying to explain that away. But Will Howard came in and helped guide them to a 28-10 lead. And then Will Howard gets hurt. And you bring in Pete Shoopley or whatever his name is. Jake Rubley. Look, what? It don't matter. I'm going to yeah. remember him forever. I yeah, mean, you one, can. One throw, one interception, boned us. But I, I look, look, K-State getting home. Um, the Okie State game was bizarre to me. First half, Texas was outstanding. Quinn Ewers, I don't I don't know what I watched. I think he went 16-42. to 42. Um, I think K-State was the better team in Fort Worth. I think you got screwed if you bet on him because – the K-State staff played a trick on you with Adrian Martinez, in my mind. Uh, and then it's outer space, bad luck losing Will Howard. I think Okie State is at the end of a long run here, people. They've had big game after big game after big game after big game. Now you're going to the little apple. I'm, I'm going to ride with K-State here. And you know what? For all that Oklahoma State does, and I, I give Gundy and his staff credit. Spencer Sanders, you know the shoulder's an issue. You know he can't really cut it loose deep. But they're scheming it up. The one thing they can't work around is they're giving up 200 yards of rushing a game. Yeah, the last couple games, people have run on him. It was, I think it was TCU Vaughn. and Texas. And if Adrian Martinez plays, 
Even if Will Howard plays, he has the ability to move. But if Martinez plays, and we have no word, time of taping, it's 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 Wednesday morning. Um, I just don't think you're going to continue to survive these games the way Okie State is. Plus, throw it in. You notice turns me on like no other business. Weird line, man. Number 22 is laying a point and a half to number nine. And they're at home, and I think K-State should be pissed they blew that game to TCU. I'm taking the Wildcats. I like the thought on Vaughn. I think you could have a big game because this is end of the line, and, and they've already been vulnerable on the ground. I went and looked up some analytics on myself. I'm awful at betting Big 12 games. I went back and, and dug up. I am 1-5-1 and one betting games that involve Big 12 teams this season. Oh, no. So, and and there's, there's no lean with the SP+. Plus. There's no edge with the line. I would lean Kansas State at home, but I'm not going to play it. Thank God. Because you are playing. Yeah, I'm okay. Going in, All right, there you go. It was. It, listen, you guys can do what you want with it. This was the first game I saw, the first line I saw, the first thing I circled. Not that I circled it literally because I was looking at a computer. But this was, I go. I keep on a little tablet and get the yeah, pen out. Apple pen. There you go. Uh, this is K-State for me. Next. All right, number three, Tennessee, minus 12 and a half. They're hosting number 19, Kentucky. It's a night game. They're wearing the black uniforms. These are the coolest uniforms they wear. Better than They're the nice. smoky grays. They're nice. But look ahead. That's the fear here is it's a look ahead spot. Autoplay. They've got Georgia looming the next week. Yep. I really like Kentucky here, too. And, Me too. And, and they have the schematic X's and O's pass defense. To challenge Tennessee. They're number 14 in America at stopping the pass. It's the one thing Tennessee does so well. Make it basic. Cool it off. Make it basic. And I think you just nailed this. Make it basic for people. Because I, I like I like data, but it's it's boring and it's grand. Yeah. Tennessee passing game. Good. Really good. Kentucky pass defense. Also good. Very good. Okay. So we've got a nice matchup there. Kentucky offense. They can run it. They can pass it, mm-hmm. and they, I think you said it best in here. If they don't cover, take Will Levis off my draft board. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. Everybody's talking about him as a first-round pick. I saw something today. Maybe he'll go in the top three. Okay, well, you're playing the 130th-ranked right. pass defense. If you can't cover, I'm not saying go into Neyland and win. Right. If you can't cover 12 and a half points, you shouldn't be a first-round quarterback. Yep. This is a spot for you, even backdoor, even garbage time. They were never in it. Never should have been in it, but they cover anyway kind of spot. So I, I like I, Kentucky. I think we'd perceive Kentucky differently as well. Look, they they really should have beaten Ole Miss. They outplayed them that day. And then Will Levis gets the injury. How would we perceive Kentucky differently? They'd be a one-loss team right now. Yeah. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? And you're going to give me 12 and a half. And here's what I like. I like the focus. Kentucky goes into this game. This is a Super Bowl-type game for them. Tennessee can't take that approach because everyone down there is talking about Georgia next week. It's a look-ahead spot. This isn't the NFL. These are 18 to 22-year-olds. Um, look, Hendon Hooker, the one thing that scares me, Kentucky does not have a pass rush. Hendon Hooker, with all the time in the world, I don't care how good your coverage is, he's going to get you. And by the way, you know, I know you're one of the quorum truthers. Hendon Hooker should be up for the Heisman. Uh, yeah, I would say so. He's my front runner right now. You good. play Alabama that good. way, you should be the front Personal runner. growth. I'm on Kentucky plus 12 and a half. Okay, last note on this game, and then we'll move on. Will Levis, five touchdowns against the Vols a year ago. Five touchdowns. Please, please don't let us down here. Because there's a chance. There's a real possibility this game's like 45 to 10, and they're just mowing them down. But that's where you get the backdoor cover. That's why I look to Levis and go, if you have any ability at all, you cover this number Tennessee has shown no resistance in stopping anyone's passing game. What Kentucky can do, though, is slow this thing down a little bit, provide a little bit of balance, too. Chris Rodriguez is a bowling ball, mm-hmm. man. He's a damn good running back. I, I just, it's another one. I saw the line. Uh, if you don't like 12 and a half, you, I, I know I was reading. The model the, likes this, by the way. Eight-point game is what the SP Plus says. Yeah, I, I'm taking the 12 and a half, and I'll tell you this. If you go, look, I think I can do better in-game, you're probably right. There's probably going to be a point in this game you can get 14 and a half, 15 and a half, 16 and a half. We don't get that luxury. I can tell you games where I don't like the number listed. There's going to be one of those later. I'll tell you straight away the type of number I need to see before I bet it. And then that's what I'm going to hold myself to. Um, I'm taking the 12 and a half, though. It's good enough for me. I think it's value. And I think Kentucky can hang. So rock and roll, man. Let's get it. Last two on the big board are rivalry games with big spreads. Number four, Michigan, minus two and a half. 
hosting Michigan State, 7.30 night game, ABC. You can lead off. You're the one with a big take on it. Okay. I gave you my preview, and it is, I want no part of this. No, so you're not, not going to play it. No, I'm not, because I think the number is probably right. And look, first of all, you make fun of me. I don't lay big numbers. I just don't. It's not a It's not a thing I'm into. Like, can you imagine if you bet Michigan, you're up by 28 points late, you're up 42 <laughs> to 14, and you have to sweat a cover because you pulled your starters or something? Yeah. I just, no. And for Michigan State, when, when Michigan State loses, they really lose. So I don't know that I'm also comfortable taking 22 and a half. You told me, Mike, I've got a huge opinion on this game, so I'm going to sit back. So this is the Costa lock this week. This is the one I'm guaranteeing, no. locking. No. no. Yes, 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 yes. No. But no, the key here is I legitimately no. believe this. This is not some troll bit. You can't ask me to do this. Well, you, you don't have to. I told you in the Monday episode, you do not have to walk down this path with me. But you didn't tell me you were doing this. Well, this is the Costa lock this week. Michigan minus the 22 and a half. And I feel this pick. This I'm, I swear to you, I'm not fucking with you i'm legitimately picking and betting michigan to you're win this only game. doing this because you want me to bet against my team no you don't have that's to do all it. this no, is no, this no, is a no, game no. to you no 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 jim of all the games you could cost a lock this yes this, this one's been on the radar for a while as we've been watching these two teams in our backyard very closely i like this spot and and if anybody thinks this is a number michigan can't cover the model says 40 to 17 23 points Michigan has the intent and the ability to make this ugly. We'll start with the intent. They spent the offseason talking about this isn't a game that we can overlook anymore. We have to treat this like Ohio State. We lost last year, blew a 16-point lead, lost the year before that, tuck coming, all that stuff. This is a priority game for Michigan now. So they, they aren't going to let their foot off the gas or put themselves in a position like they did a year ago. Oh, that's crazy. You mean you lose to someone 10 out of the last 14 years that's actually a priority to you now? It Weird. should be. I mean, it's crazy. embarrassing that it hasn't been more of one, but it is now. And then the ability part. Michigan's going to run the ball. It's a non-negotiable. They are going to line up, hat on a hat, and be better than Michigan State. So what do you do? Do you stack the box? You put an extra body in there with that porous pass defense? I, I think there's, there's no solution out of the bye week that accounts for the fact that they're significantly better running the ball than you are stopping the run. And it's the same deal on the other side. Pick your poison. No good answer. Michigan State's 116th in rushing. There's no Kenneth Walker. Michigan has the fifth best run defense in America. Like, there's only so much you can scheme up in a bye. You're at a disadvantage on the line of scrimmage both sides of the ball, and they're not going to let up at home at night. This has ugly written all over it, whether, whether you want to convince yourself, not talking you, Mike, but other people out there, it's a rivalry, and I can't do it. Everything points to Michigan blowout. Blowouts have happened in this rivalry, including one with Jim Harbaugh as the head coach. So it's it's not unheard of. Michigan, minus 22 and a half. And last time the spread was like this, COVID year, you do what you want with it. It counts. It doesn't count. MSU won as 23-point underdogs. I just, look, man, series generally, Michigan's terrible at covering. Costa gives you several good data points, several good football points. I'm not here to argue them. I just think in rivalry games like this, weird shit happens. And if you're listening to this from out of the region or you're not familiar with it, when I tell you it's not dislike, it's hatred, MSU is like a gremlin once you've poured water on it. It's just different. And weird shit happens, man. And you can go through the series, do what you do. I don't think this is one of the years where something crazy fun is going to happen, mm -hmm. but 1990, 95, 01. I mean, John L. Smith taking them to triple OT back-to-back -back year. Weird shit, man. But if you're talking football, talking numbers, talking sense, I don't think Jimmy's led you astray, people. I want nothing to do with this game. Respect the cap. Do your thing. I am no thank you. I'm just so proud I finally got you off the Costa lock because you were tailing this thing hard. It hurts. And, and because this, I this meant, is where we go our separate. I meant what I said. I wanted, I wanted to, to hold your hand and, and go with the Costa lock. And now that I don't, it's going to hit. It's going to hurt because then it's my rival helping it hit, and it, it, this is going to be a psychological mindfuck. No, this is this is a, a lot of cosmic energy into one game on Saturday night. Or it could mean you've just helped ensure that I have a good Saturday night and that Michigan trips over their own dick, doesn't cover, and MSU's in the game <laughs> but, in the fourth, and I can make a cocktail and be interested. So you watch how this goes. When this episode drops, you're going to get Michigan fans who are pissed that I cost a locked them. But this is, like, legitimate, justifiable. Like, Michigan is not a fraud football team like they've been in years past. No, they're for real. Right. So I'm not doing this 
to mess with you. But yeah, there the will only... be Spartan fans who celebrate this and go, hell yeah, now we're going to be in this deal. I mean, Just it's like, like winning... Syracuse was a year ago, an old Domin- or a week ago. Of, the Costa Lock's like winning the opening coin toss. <laughs> it, it's the first step in winning a game. Sure. All right, go to the next one. All right, one. last one in the board. Number one, Georgia, minus 22 and a half versus Florida. It's in Jacksonville. It's that largest outdoor cocktail party. We had to have this on here. We talked about it. How good is Georgia? I got to be honest. I think they're good. But again, rivalry. Uh, I think this number is kind of right where it should be. Jim, I don't have some great read on this. I don't. I think Georgia. Georgia's in a position of a team that, yeah, even though the number one, they got to show me. They got to show me because this is also a look ahead spot for them. They know what's on the other side mm-hmm. of that door. It's Tennessee next week. You can't overlook Florida. I'm not in the business of laying 22 and a half. And I'll tell you, for Florida, that defense has put up no resistance at all this season to just about anybody. So, yeah, you can do what you want because you know where my board lies in the best of the rest. I- I'm in the B-rack. I'm in the DVD bin this week. Bunch, bunch of picks in the American I Conference. Do. I, look, and, man, and I the, just the... I, I pick the games that speak to me, brother. But okay. you do you have a pick on Georgia Florida? No, I did just want to talk through it for people because it is one of those mega rivalry games. And why and they don't call it the world's largest cocktail party anymore, do they? But they change it. I think they call it the world's biggest tailgate now. Oh, we can't have cocktail parties anymore. More, more BC, PC bullshit. Oh, okay. Uh Florida gives up a ton of yards on the ground. 13th in the SEC in run defense. That screams like a Georgia roll spot. Dog stop the run, the fourth best in the country. We know Florida's reliant on running because Anthony Richardson is not a passer. Feels like they could eat him alive. The only hesitation I have is Richardson could have one of those Cam Newton runs, one of those two of those special runs, break a game open. They cover the spread just because it's so big. So I can't bet it. I can't bet on him having a Cam Newton moment, and I'm not going to bet against him having one stupid run to cover the spread, so I'm going to pass on it. But I would lean Georgia because, again, the, the, just the edge on the ground in the trenches. All right, so that's the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Let's get to where to – let's get to the meat of the matter here. This is where my games begin. I want to start number seven, TCU, laying seven and a half. They travel to West Virginia noon on ESPN. This is what we call a a sleepy, this is like a a Ron Franklin game. Let me just set it up for you. West to east, noon kick, following another wild emotional win for TCU. I also would add they've been absolutely horrendous slow starts in these games, down 17-0, down 28-10. And look, West Virginia got absolutely demolished in Lubbock last week. Neil Brown's just happy his key card still works. I'm shocked they didn't fire him after that game. But they're coming home. It's a rebound spot. And I think they've got something here for TCU because, look, TCU with the 3-3-5 alignment, they're terrible against the run. Uh, The tandem out at West Virginia, they converted a tight end, this Donaldson kid, along with I think it's Tony Mathis Jr. Nice tandem. They can hammer away. And, look, in the end, You can't play your A game every week in college. Nick Saban has famously said it. You get about two of those a year. Tops. Now, all of a sudden, TCU's riding high. They got to go on the road. It's an early kick. It's a team that, if West Virginia's got anything left in the tank, we saw what they did to Baylor. They're capable. They put it together. They're capable. Uh, I just think laying uh, north of a touchdown, too much. I am going to take a risk. This is the, I think this is the riskiest pick for me this week. This is the Island of Misfit Toys. I'm going to take West Virginia. I'm going to take the seven and a half. I put in the notes, big brass balls bet. That's what this is. It's all feels like West Virginia is not within a touchdown of this football team. They're not. I mean, these teams are not on the same level. And I'd argue TCU could have three losses and then you wouldn't feel that way. No, But I'm saying, I think you're on the right side of this. It is feel. It is coming home. It is the fact that they didn't fire their coach. They're sticking by him. And it's TCU traveling. And it's TCU with slow starts. Mm-hmm. And it, TCU can't stop the run. And I guess there's maybe a little Lexus and O's to it. I think it's a lot more feel. I think it's a lot more vibe. I think yeah. Morgantown is an underrated place to go play. And I uh, admit, we, we saw Baylor had trouble playing there a couple weeks ago. I admit a lot of my co- college caps 
I do put a lot of that in there. Yeah. I think the emotion is huge in college football. I think situational capping is huge in college football. Like, you don't really get me saying things like look-ahead spot or sandwich spot in the NFL. It's different. They're paid pros. College is uh, way more volatile. So, yeah, I, look, I'm taking a risk here, but I saw it. I started really drilling down on it. You build it out, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take the Mounties. I'm going to go with it. Let's get some moonshine and a raccoon head hat, and let's party. I'm going to join you. I'm going to tail late. I didn't plan on doing this. Oh, fuck. And I, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. You're Listen. making too many good points. I didn't plan on playing this, but I, I like the thought process. You do realize if if this bombs and they lose like 38-10, we are getting one of those Davy Crockett hats and adorning the tree. No, hold on. How about I take it off the board for you? This will be a true test if, no. I'm, if I'm weighing you down or not. No. Because no. It, I think it's going to hit if I don't play it which is why I want to get in on it. But no, now I'm no, going to no, play no, no, it, and we're no. both going to go down. It's going to be Kansas State again. You know, I don't believe in that stuff. You're playing it. That's it. Who, uh, who, who's the West Virginia quarterback? Why is his name slipping my JT mind? JT Daniels? Yeah, is he going to get injured because I bet this game no, with just, you? No, because I am the quarterback killer. Okay. Remember, people, if you missed the Monday episode, I went back through my bets because I thought it was happening a lot, and now I've realized the reality. I have bet on eight teams. Who have lost their starting quarterback the day I bet them. Eight. Eight. We move forward. You're playing it. Put it on the board. I'm, I'm adding the it. The next game, I want you to take the lead because I think this is another situational spot. Mm-hmm. And it's ugly. Take the people through it. All right. Is this this is the Cuse game? This is the Cuse game. Number 16, Syracuse, minus two and a half. Welcoming in Notre Dame to the Carrier Dome at noon on ABC. Syracuse. You may remember them from last week where they covered against Clemson. No comment. They only stayed in that game because Clemson had four turnovers, including a defensive touchdown going the other way. Notre Dame's 3-0 against the spread as a dog this season when they're away from South Bend. So that's a lot. Let me say that again. When they leave South Bend and they're an underdog, they are 3-0 this season against the spread. Their run game has really come along since that first week of the season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They've run for over 200 yards in the last two games away from South Bend. Meanwhile, we just watched Clemson post nearly 300 yards against an overrated Syracuse run defense. Undersized as well. Yeah, yeah because they run Syracuse that, that is three, very, three, They're very small. So I, I like Notre Dame to pound the rock on the road, continue kind of this trend where they're road warriors. I'll take the Irish plus the two and a half. Yeah, and I think the important thing too, look, we've we've done a good job with Syracuse. I, I've I've been on them, I've been against them, and I've I've done I've done really well, quite honestly. I'm not trying to, you know, play my own trumpet. But look, the other thing now is this. I kind of feel like Syracuse's best football is behind them mm-hmm. to get to this point. I think Notre Dame, as Jim pointed out, and he's he's right, they've been getting better. Now, look, that 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 Stanford game still sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very hard for me to let go of, but I think they're playing better. Um, Syracuse has had a real benefit here when you look at the schedule. I mean, look, that NC State game, the day we bet Syracuse, yeah, great, you played their backup who's like an option quarterback that chambers kid or you know you look at syracuse surviving purdue yep. in a game they had no business Bunch winning. Of penalties late to help them out you know we had them great you know uva weird games survival the reality is you're you regress it's like in baseball if you win a bunch of one-run games to start the season you're going to lose a bunch to end the season i just think this is a nice spot for notre dame syracuse put a lot into that game that, that last week down in death valley and now I think the bloom's kind of off the rose a little bit. I think Notre Dame comes in. I think the eight, they're, they're kind of getting better each mm-hmm. week, momentum. Figuring out who they are. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the other thing. A lot of turnover-worthy plays for Syracuse's offense. Notre Dame might be the team to take advantage of that. I'm going to take the Irish. I'm with you. I think I saw 20 sacks on the year for Notre Dame. They have an NFL player on the defensive line. Yeah, you know what? I could see him. Busting this game open, then leaning on the ground. Oh no, this this to me has like twenty one seventeen written all over it. Uh, but yes, look, I'm taking Notre Dame. I wish I was getting three still, uh, but I'll take the two and a half because hashtag College Kickers. Go ahead next. This next one had you doing a double take because I think you wanted to play it, then you took it off your board, and then I see in the notes you're back to playing it again. Number fifteen, Ole Miss minus two and a half at Texas A and M. It's a seven thirty night kick at Kyle Field. This this the board is inevitable. I'm going to play Jimbo Fisher. First of all, I bet against Ole Miss last week because I told you they're frauds. And I love Hotty Toddy, but th- this is a fraudulent team. LSU blew their doors off. Now factor this in. Texas A&M has not played at home since September 17th. How is that possible? Go look at the scheduling. It's like a month. Go look at the scheduling quirk. You have a, 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 neutral, a neutral side. side that's you right. You go on an SEC barnstorming tour. They've played a brutal schedule, and they haven't been at Kyle Field in over a month. Now Ole Miss comes in. I get it. A&M has been bad. Jimbo is in real trouble. Now, I, I look, a couple reports, too. Uh, you've got some freshmen, a couple of whom play. I think Wallace, the receiver, who had, I think, six catches against Bama. Uh, three freshmen suspended for an incident in the locker room. Not going to get into it. You can read about it. There's also reports of a lot of that high-priced freshman class um, maybe hitting the portal. You've got smoke that has come out of Jimbo agreeing to a reduced buyout, provided he gets to coach through next season. There's a lot happening here. But here's what I'm looking at. I don't think much of Ole Miss. I think it playing at home does matter. Kyle Field's one of the best home field advantages out there. I just feel like AM can come in, run the ball. Ole Miss could not hold up against LSU. I don't think they're going to hold up against AM running it. It won't be pretty. I'm going to take the two and a half. I'm going to take AM. I just, this is a, I don't believe, this is as much a play against Ole Miss as it is anything to do with AM. And I'm sorry, but when you haven't played at home in six weeks, those fans are coming to party. Oh, and they're loud. I mean, it's 100,000 plus. It's one of those few venues that can really get to that decimal And you want to talk gotta have it? You want to talk about a gotta have it game? Gotta have it. 
A and M. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay away for your own benefit so that you can win this one. You, um, you could play every game I play. I don't care. No, no, but I, 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 I believe in you. The volatility of this one, I'm just staying away. Yeah, and you're probably smarter. But I told you, this board really spoke to me. It's like when some people read the Bible. I looked at this board, and I just it spoke to me. It wasn't talking snakes or people living in whales. It was Jimbo Fisher just whispering in my ear, humble pie, humble pie. I'm taking them. Plus two and a half. Let's rock. Uh, another ratty SEC game. Mizzou plus three and a half at number 25, South Carolina. It's four o'clock kick on Saturday. Loved it at four and a half. I got a real problem that I've lost a full point of value while I went to bed. So here's what I'm going to tell you. This is one of my favorite deals, by the way. You come in the studio. We're right about to tape. I update every line and I just go through all the games you like and I steal a half point away, a full point away. Yeah. And I just watch you. It's great. Just internally scream and then sometimes externally scream i do because it never moves in my favor i'm never like oh i'll take that extra halfer yeah it's not like you liked it at four and a half and then you got five and a half when you never came in ever never um well let me give you the cap and then i'm going to explain to you what i'm going to do so this jumped out at me for a couple of reasons i mean a i hate spencer rattler okay let's just start that right there i think he's terrible um south carolina is a walking turnover they can't stop turning it over so i sit there and i go okay now they had the emotional w Big win against AM, Home flying game, yep. high, la, 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 la. Okay, superb. But here's your problem. One team can't stop turning it over, and the other team is great at creating chaos on the defensive side of the ball. Like, if you value the metric havoc, Mizzou's number 11 in the country in havoc. Um, I think one team's feeling themselves. They always make mistakes. The other team's good at creating them. Now, look, I don't like Mizzou's QB. I think it's Brady Cook or whatever mm -hmm. his name is. Yep. Um, but, man, I feel like South Carolina is going to give me a couple of turnovers. Feel like if Mizzou is going to make a bowl, you want to talk about a got-to-have-it spot. I think one team needs this game. One team wants this game. South Carolina wants it, duh. But, uh, you know, everyone's girlfriend's been telling them how hot they are this week. And Mizzou, if you're going to make a bowl, if Drinkowitz is going to keep his gig, you got to win this game. And I just think you're giving me north of a field goal. I want that four and a half badly. Um, I am going to do, here's what I'm going to do. And this is straight up instructional. Wait, bet this live. If you can get north of four and a half, do it. If you can't and Mizzou ends up winning, we cost ourselves money. I don't want to take less than the four and a half though. I don't. Uh, but I think Mizzou's the play here, brother. I do. I don't trust South Carolina at all. Just a note. The last two games that we've talked through are these mediocre SEC teams. And I think they're mediocre SEC teams. Ole Miss, A&M, Mizzou, South Carolina. South Carolina's ranked. Ole Miss is ranked. This is this inflation that the SEC does. Correct. Every year, and it drives me crazy. They play only eight conference games. They get three cupcakes, including one late in the year against some nobody, Charleston, mm -hmm. whatever. And... I think at the top, the SEC is the best conference in America. There's no disputing that between Alabama, Georgia, and sometimes a third team this year, Tennessee. Nobody is trying to tell you the SEC isn't the best conference in America. But I hate when they brag about all their wins on the schedule. It's like, who's Alabama played this year? Right. Who's Georgia played this year? Tennessee and Alabama played each other, and that's it. Like, the conference is not as good top to bottom as they like to pretend it is. And I think these last two games illustrate that. Yeah, and I don't – These I don't, are pinch-your-nose teams. I don't view Ole Miss as a top 25 team. I right. don't view South Carolina as a right. top 25 Well, and if you're team. right and Missouri ends up taking out South Carolina, someone has to orbit that spot, occupy that spot. The yep. SEC must have the back end of the top 25, yep. and it drives me crazy because these teams are no better than the middle-of-the-road teams and other conferences, too. Yeah, and just looking, look, obviously we're a FanDuel podcast, so we hope you bet with FanDuel, but there are a couple of fours floating out there. You do what you got to do. I'm telling you, I just don't want this thing south of four. Uh, prefer four and a half, but I think Mizzou's the side here. I think it'll be a tight, ugly, mistake-ridden game. South Carolina's going to make a lot of those mistakes. Mizzou's going to create a few of their own with the havoc. The problem is, I hate Brady Cook. But I think he, you're on the right side of it. I just though. feel I think like he capped it well. Yeah, and look, Jim. I, in the end, maybe maybe Mizzou shows up with an empty tank, but I, I think that's the right side there. No, I like the motivation. I like the specific targeted turnover spot. Yeah, it's good. Central Florida, Cincinnati, big game in the American that's Conference. My play of the week. You can laugh. It's a pick 'em. That's my favorite play. U UCF. We're at the bounce house, baby. Look, I, this has been a fade Cincy podcast all year. I think Cincy sucks. Can I ask why? I think they stink. Um, they, hold on. They've okay. won six straight. 
They've only trailed in the second half one time in that span, one, to one team in that span. Yeah. They've got a legit pass rush. T- tell me why we're fading uh, Cincinnati. Let's see. Survived a 1-5 South Florida team who's terrible. That's the one. I bet against Cincinnati last week with SMU. SMU, love my ponies. They're terrible. Uh, Two-point win because they they survived a, a conversion. And mind you, SMU starting quarterback Tanner Mordecai left the game with a concussion. Preston Stone came in, went 6-for-15. More on that later. I don't think since he's any good. Period. And here's the deal. UCF, if you put a line through last week's game, which was a complete abomination where John Reese Plumley threw three god-awful picks, they couldn't get the run game going. I'm telling you, man, this is a this is a UCF spot right here. I think since he's been whistling by the graveyard, I think they're going to go down here. I think they're going to get beat. I'm taking UCF. Give me the run game. Give me Gus Malzahn. Give me the bounce house. I'm, I'm rolling with it, man. What does it say that Vegas isn't like Vegas thinks since he's the better team, right? Cause it's a pick him on the road. Right. Okay. So, and I'm sorry, this bounce house is what death Valley Autzen, like the bounce house is what, like since no, he can't for, go in and, and win at central, excuse Florida. me, sir, for the level, I don't think we need to be disrespectful to our friends and constituents in the American conference. Well, it's not Nippert stadium either. Historic Nippert has nothing on the bounce house, right? The bounce house is where dreams come true. And UCF might be wearing some of their space uniforms. Like, okay. look, I think it's a UCF spot. Just, I told you, this board spoke to me. Okay. This board was like reading something out of, you know, whatever testament you're we, into. We got to get you 10 picks so it could be the 10 commandments. I don't know if you're at 10 yet or if you're at nine, but we'll, we'll keep going and see if look, we can man, get you there. I mean, I, if it went south, that's really going to be a problem. But okay, yeah, I mean, I, I might be able well, to Well, I'm not going to force you into a game if you don't like. Let's see where you're at at the end. We okay. got another American game you do want to play, Tulsa just, SMU. Yeah, well, again, it's both sides of the game I bet last week. I told you, look, if you're new to the pod, I when I find teams that I have good success with betting on and against, I do it. SMU's won since he's won. It's a game I watched last week. And look, SMU, start with this. As of time of taping, there's absolutely no update on Tanner Mordecai other than he is in concussion protocol. All right, so let's start there. Then factor in, SMU defensively is... I don't have adjectives, or at least adjectives I'd be comfortable using to describe their effort of stopping the ground. But here's what Tulsa's good at. Tulsa is really good in every coverage analytic, and Tulsa's played tough, okay? Now, I'm not telling you there's some great team, all right? But Tulsa has hung in against good opponents. Mm -hmm. And when I look at this, Preston Stone was a stud recruit. I know what he used to be in high school. But anytime I've seen him come in, this kid doesn't know where the ball's going. Now, he was a weirdly effective 6 of 15 last week as he led a touchdown drive late. But SMU, you know, we talk South Carolina. SMU will do some of the dumbest shit planet Earth has ever seen. Turnovers, penalties, drops, you name it. And Tulsa, like I said, from an analytical standpoint, aces in the coverage game. You might be facing a backup QB here. Uh, I love the way Tulsa hung in against Ole Miss. Uh, hey, hung in against Cincy, weird line, home dog. Hey, man, sound the, sound the hurricane alarm. I'm taking Tulsa here. You're getting two and a half. I didn't give the spread. Tulsa plus two and a half. I'm taking the two okay. and a half. Great. Uh, could could Jim be more dismissive, people, of that game? <laughs> could you be read on it, okay? just a little more dismissive? Well, I'm going to lie to people, and I, this is not one of those that I dug deep on. You sound like Bill Lumberg right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll just... Go to the next game here. (laughs) The only note I have on this is you did request an SMU hoodie. That is your sweatshirt that that you won for me last week in the Ole Miss LSU game. Very excited. It is on the way. I would love to present it to you, especially if they beat Tulsa, and then you just have this like. Oh, yeah, that's the most me thing ever is. What's like Coastal? I I got a Coastal hoodie, then Coastal let me down. You're going to get an SMU hoodie. Yeah. They're going to let you down. And and again, I. I love SMU, but I don't let emotion get in the way of this deal. I think I've got a handle on them, and I'm telling you, like, go back through these games. If you go pop in the tape against Maryland, they had no business losing that game, but they did. They ran 96 plays from scrimmage. Why'd they lose? Because they can't get out of their own way or bad turnovers. So take that on the road. Do what you got to do. I'm taking Tulsa here. 
you should have the sweatshirt Monday because the, their bookstore, you can only do priority shipping. So it should be here. It's the only so option. Hot. The only option. I'm like, I can't even go like, hey, three, four days, take your time. Priority Today, sweatshirt priority. bets. Okay, yes. fine. So it should be here Monday or I don't know. Baylor, Texas Tech. I want to throw this in the mix. Baylor's plus three at Lubbock at night. And I know that could be scary Halloween weekend. Who knows what those college kids are going to get into, Mike? But this is one of those on the numbers. Uh, I don't bets. know. Each other. <laughs> but I don't know what the crowd's going to be like. A liquor it, bottle. I mean, dude, it's college. I know. Baylor, Texas Tech. Last three years, it was decided by three points or less. Yeah. These are tight games. I'm getting the three. I also think the wrong team is getting points in this game. FPI says it's a coin flip. SP Plus says Baylor's three points better. So I like him in the trenches. I think that travels. I want the points here. I'm betting the Baylor Bears again. You have no no read on this? I can't trust Ava Randa. He's hurt me too much. He's a great coach. And weird shit happens in Lubbock, including them throwing tortillas at fans. Okay. It, it's, it's a thing. Guns up. Um, I think So this is the environment you won't bet it. Yeah, and I, I can't trust Baylor. I've come up empty with Baylor a couple times this year, and I'm just not ready to go back to him. They look. I admit no, I, this. I whiffed on him with BYU when and uh, what was the other one? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah. When I have a good read on a team, I'm open. Okay. I ride the lightning. When I when I get to a point where I can't figure a team out, like I told you, you will not hear me about Alabama until the SEC title game. I can't figure them out. You will not hear me about Baylor. I can't figure them out. Okay. I just I can't I can't keep doing it to myself. So. No, I, I'm I'm fine with it, but I never, ever want to bet short favorites going to Lubbock. Okay. Ever. Okay. Last couple. These are just keeping with us and who we are. We have a Mac play, and we have the Petros play. You want to talk about Mac, or you want to talk about Petros Power, okay. man? Okay. I think I figured out what game he's calling. I don't have the official. No, broadcast. no, you got it right. I checked okay. your game notes. Okay. I, I was like, did Mike figure this out Tuesday night? No, yeah. I, I checked. He is calling San Diego State, Fresno State, Saturday night, 1030 FS1. And, and honestly, it was more, as I said, it like the board, it was like a Ouija board. Like the board just spoke to me. It was like, I could hear his voice as I scrolled over it. Like, I'm calling this game. So here's the deal. I actually don't think this is a terrible game to play. I kind of dig the Aztecs here getting really? eight and a half. Now, Jake Hayner is still questionable, yeah, quarterback for Fresno. These quarterbacks, we don't know middle of the week. I know, but listen, man. When you're in a rivalry, this is the battle for the old oil can. Yep. Like, do it's you, an ugly trophy, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but do you know the story about it? I don't. All right. Hold on. Are we really going to break down the battle for the oil hey, can? listen. We can do what we want to do. It's our podcast. There's, okay, there's some shit about this that when the 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 railroad got put in, oil workers like they that somebody in San Diego found an oil can and it was from a Fresno oil company or some shit, and then the teams played so they brought the oil can and it became the trophy. Like it's kind of screwed up. I think that's pretty much it. I don't know if anyone. Oh cares. no, I, I have I have a little more if you'd like. Yeah, I want all the okay. oil can color I can get. The oil can trophy comes from a 1930s era oil can. Hanging for hailing from Fresno. I got that part right. You did. It was found at a construction site at San Diego State. I got that right. Okay. Uh, it says cars in those days carried extra oil and water to be sure they could make it through the trips. Uh, yeah, that's about it. You nailed it. Not bad. Yeah, I am absolutely a loser. Um, no, I just to me, Devontae Adams isn't in the house this weekend. We gave you the 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 Fresno home dog routine against San Jose State a few weeks ago in the Petros game. I don't know, man. Kind of feel like eight and a half, SDSU, you know they're going to play D. They're inept offensively. Yep. Well, that's why the, the over-under is like 40 points. That's brutal. Uh, if Hayner's back, you don't touch it. But if Hayner doesn't play, I kind of think you take the eight and a half with San Diego State. But if you haven't experienced Petros power on a Saturday night, dude, we, we've talked about it. I mean, if you've got any friends who abuse Adderall, Petros is like, not that he does that. I'm just telling you from an energy quotient, he's going to bring that to the table. I was going to say, you're really hurting our chances of him coming on the podcast. No, you? I, I'm not <laughs> accusing him. I'm saying he is the broadcast form of Addy. Well, you need that kind of energy late at night. We've been watching football for 12 hours. 
and you're in Fresno, Smog City, at at night, and this dude's calling it like the Super Bowl. So you want to bet Sandy? Well, I don't know if you're putting this on your card. I got to see what what's up with Hayner, okay. but I wanted to, Petros. We, we talk demands. about it every week. Yeah, it demands it. Yeah, they're 126th in passing the football, and last I checked, they're not an option team, so that's really not acceptable. San Diego State's one of the worst passing teams in the country. Fresno State has a great pass defense. That's the thing that scares me. One-dimensional, they go on the road. They they will try to run it. If Hayner's back, Fresno rolls in this one. I'm not, I'm not touching it. We also have to watch the quarterback situation in Ypsilanti. That's right. There's only two MAC games this week. I had them last week against Ball State. That was a good pick. Yeah, it was a good one pick. One outright. And this is the last weekend, I think, until we get into MACTION. Until we get into the Tuesday, Wednesday, midweek battles. Toledo's minus six and a half at the factory, the gray turf in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Get makes, your work shirts. Makes you feel like you're watching a game in the black and white, like old film days. Seriously, if you flip on an Eastern Michigan game, and I don't know why you would. Yeah, I, I realize I'm say. talking to like three people right Our now. Our people have lives, man. But when you put this game on, you think, is my TV broken? Did something happen to the picture on my TV? Anyway, the game. Here's my read as a Mac guy. Toledo is the best team in the conference. They've won three games in Mac play by an average of 24 points a game. They were up big in the fourth quarter against Buffalo last week, and they committed six turnovers in the game. That is not likely to be replicable. That's not the kind of team they are. SP Plus says it's a 9-10 to 10 point game. Eastern takes a ton of penalties. They benefit from the most penalties against. They're awful in the red zone. They're awful on defense, uh, on third down defense in the red zone defense. Everything says Toledo goes on the road and wins big, but, but, I sent a couple texts. I go, what am I missing? Daquan Finn might be hurt. He got hurt in the last play against Buffalo. It's Toledo's quarterback. He's their everything. He's their quarterback. He's their leading rusher. You talk about yards responsible for offense. He's got to be number one in the country, if not in the top five. No update from their coach, Jason Candle. I can't bet the game. Now, now you are someone who likes the Eagles, and maybe this is a reason to get involved. It just jumped out at me. And I had to ask you, you're the Mac expert, you know, you're getting like, Eagles at home with points and the QB might not play. If you liked the Eagles, yeah, that might push I, you over the top. And again, it's seven and a half, six and a half now, uh, six and a, six and a half. Oh, wait a minute. That, then that means, then that means Finn's not playing. So then you take Easter. Who's the backup. It's like a freshman. I think he's only completed like 13 or attempted 13 passes in his career. And it's below seven. It's below seven. I can't do it below seven. Okay. I want to. It almost makes me want to do it more because you think the quarterback's out. I, oh, come on. It's such a big game for Toledo, too, because they lost to Buffalo. Now I'm breaking down the max standings. If they lose, Toledo is the same number of losses as Eastern, and Eastern has the tiebreaker. So if he has any shot to play, they got to play him. All right, this would make it the Ten Commandments. But do it. But it's below seven. Because of what Or we do I go with the Costa lock as the Tenth Commandment? <laughs> I'm typing this in. Oh, no. Here it is. You said you'd ride with it. I can't believe I'm doing this, and it's against my boys. I don't like it, but I'm going to take Michigan plus 20, minus the 22 and a half. And I promise, the Costa Lock is only games that I actually believe in, and I actually and believe actually, Michigan is a juggernaut, and they should roll Michigan State. And if they don't, and MSU's competitive, I end you up happier. Yeah. Like, would I pay for MSU to play well in that game? Yes. So if I lose money, I can justify it because I still will have gotten a psychological and emotional result that I can live with. Okay, we'll go through our 10 card. Or, well, you have 10. I don't have 10. Go through your card. This child is a blessing to the both of us. All right. The 10th pick is in our special episode release, mm -hmm. which is Washington State getting seven Thursday night against Utah out on the Palouse. I'm taking Kentucky. Get, how about this? Ready for this one? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dogs. In a 10-team card, the only big favorite's the Costa Lock. That's the loser. The only other favorite is K-State laying one. I'll take Kentucky, take Kansas State getting one, Endy getting two and a half, Mizzou four and a half or better live, West Virginia seven and a half, Tulsa two and a half, A&M two and a half, UCF at the bounce house, y'all, in a pick em. And this is it right here. This is the 10th commandment. This is the last time I ride with the Costa Lock if it doesn't hit. Michigan minus 22 and a half. I also have a bunch of dogs with one exception. 
I got Washington State with you, plus seven. Kentucky, plus the 12 and a half. West Virginia in the seven and a half. I go Penn State, plus 15 and a half at home against the Buckeyes. Notre Dame, plus two and a half. Baylor, plus three on the road in Lubbock. And the Costa Lock, Michigan, juggernaut. Takes them seriously, runs up the score. Michigan State, no answers, I'm minus just, 22 and a half. I'm just telling you, you're costing yourself money by not betting UCF. You do what you want. All right. Because um, if I played that game, it'd be Cincinnati, so no. Sweatshirt? I can't believe this is happening. I have the light card, so I'm tempted to add to it. Sweatshirt? Why I got you a dollar. Why not? Let's do it. And it's a pick'em. So there's no, 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 nothing. You know what? That's what, as is intended. This is the priority shipping sweatshirt game of the week. UCF Cincy. Next day delivery only. Let's go. All right. That is the college episode. Download, rate, review. We're crossing 1,500 on Apple. We've already crossed 500 on Spotify. You guys are outstanding. And we will hit you with the NFL episode tomorrow.